Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Sam Rempel Ride to Business Matters. Sam, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um, Sam is the owner of A New View Nutrition, a business that's asking us to change the way we look at nutrition and diet. So, um, good time, maybe, into the new year for us to talk about this this topic. So look forward to uh, learning more. Um, Before we sort of jump in, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the company? Who is a new you nutrition? What do you do? Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, I am. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I like to um, place myself as like kind of the anti diet. So I know when it comes um, when it comes into the new year and everyone wants to start this new diet and it's like, just because it changed a year doesn't mean, you know, you got to throw out your old life. Um, I'm very much uh, my company, why I wanted to go into nutrition, being a registered holistic nutritionist um, was to help people make like lifestyle changes um, that stick that. So every January, you don't restart this diet. You don't, you know, toss everything out of the cupboards and say, I'm never eating that again, because those things don't stick. Um, right. They don't lead to a healthful life. It leads to this up and down diet uh, roller coaster. So I wanted to bring um, something new into the, the world of um, nutrition. So how long, how long have you been, have you been running the business? Uh, for almost two years now, it'll be two years in February. Okay. And why like if you kind of take us back two years ago then like what triggered you know what happened where you're like I'm going to start a business I'm going to do this full time like what what happened that that made you decide to actually start the company um it was many years in the works um (laughs) yeah um I have always had an interest in nutrition um and I have a bachelor's in uh, bachelor of arts in English, actually. And uh, my third year, when my husband and I were living apart, he worked up north. I lived in Edmonton doing my degree, and right. my school started uh, a dietetics program. And I was so excited. I'm like, can I switch? My husband's like, you've already gone for three years. No, you can't. So <laughs> I finished my art degree, which I love. Um, and then uh, we had our first um, shortly after I graduated university. And then when she was about two, I'm like, you know what? I've, I've heard of this um, registered uh, holistic nutritionist. It's not the same as a dietitian. I don't work in the medical field. I can't diagnose and do all the things, but I can help people make these lifestyle changes. And that was something I was really passionate about because as a teenager, of course, I'd gone through the diets. I had witnessed people around me, you know, eating disorders, having one myself. Um, like it, it was a whole lot of things that led to actually getting my uh, 
registered holistic nutrition diploma. Um, and then when I launched, I had a six month old baby and I'm like, well, is it now is as good as time as any. And yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did, were you, uh, do you feel like you're, you were an entrepreneur, like to start a business or were you, were you, it, it sounds like there's, there's a part where you truly just want to help people. Right. So, but is there any entrepreneur spirit in you? Is that what drove you to start your own business? Not just going to work for somebody or, or uh, on that side of it? Yeah. Well, that's, that's funny. My dad, um, when I was growing up, he always had like side business cause he, um, he went to school while my brother and I were growing up. Um, so he did his bachelor's and he was working on his master's while my mom worked full-time. My dad worked full-time, these odd shifts. So he was always trying to think of a new business he could do so he could work around my brother and I. So we were never in daycare. We were never under the care of someone else. He was always there. Um, so it was, yeah, kind of a nod to him seeing him get to do things that kind of lit him up. That wasn't the conventional thing to do. Um, yeah, I never pictured myself as a, um, entrepreneur, but then looking back, my husband's like, of course you would be because every job position I always had, I would move to manager very quickly and have a team below me because I just, I didn't work well having someone on me. Um, I liked doing things my way. And so it was just kind of a, a natural progression that, well, why wouldn't I have a company to do it my way? Interesting. So what's, so with the company right now, how are you delivering, I guess, two different sides, what sort of services do you offer customers um, or clients? And then how are you delivering those? Is, is it all done virtually? So probably two different sides. We could speak a little bit on the services you, you, you offer and then how you're actually delivering on the services. Yeah. So I offer um, one-on-one um, client work um, where if they, you know, they, they, most of the people now coming to me because I've made it very vocal um, that what I do is help with um, balanced eating, fitting nutrition into your life rather than having to upturn your life to fit the ideal way of eating, because that's not sustainable. As we talked about, you can get to that level, but it has to be on your terms in your life or else it's not work. Um, So I do the one-on-one. I also offer group programs um, periodically, um, I've been doing a lot um, with my other side hustle because why not um, with being selfish with my beautiful um, partner, uh, Tammy Strafford. She is a personal trainer. So we are a nutrition and personal trainer um, duo and we work a lot with mindset. So it's not, you know, you have to bust your butt with a, a exercise and you have to eat, you know, the small amount of food right. and list that you can't eat. So we work a lot um, on that. She's very much on par with me that exercise should not be as punishment neither should eating be as punishment um so that that's how i work with the public and uh up till now it's been virtual uh, um with being selfish with um my partner there she um or we will actually be meeting with people for the first time in two years um that'll be exciting (laughs) are most of your clients right now local or do you find you're attracting clients from everywhere right now i am just local i did um throughout last year i was quite virtual online but now i found kind of a local word of mouth so people are finding me um so yeah it is more local which i i really love because there's the potential that maybe i could see someone face to face if restrictions lifted (laughs) 
So are, are when, when you're offering the one-on-one services, do you buy, do I buy a membership? Do I pay as I go? Like, how does that work? And, and typically, how long are you working with, with someone? Is it something like, are, 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 do you become a coach for the next five years with me for two years? Or I'm assuming everyone's a little bit different, but how, how does that program work? Um, when it is a one-on-one, so I can do just like a one-off. Um, I've had just education um, sessions with people. If they're like, I'm really confused about like a whole lot of things. Then I'll sit down with them for an hour, hour and a half. And we can like, you know, just kind of dispel some of the confusion that's happening. Right. Um, because goodness knows you type anything into Google, and you get 40,000 different like conflicting things. So I help them parse out like an issue. Um, or if they want like a, a longer term thing, um, I have packages of just sessions. I, when I first started out, um, like I feel as though I was like, I don't have enough. I need things, <laughs> I need packages and it needed yeah. to be like fancy. And now I've pulled all that back and stripped it way down. And I'm like, I, you know, here's my hourly rate. I can give you a package deal. It gets, you know, cheaper, I suppose, the more pre-packaged things you buy. Um, but that's it. I don't offer like a preset anything because everyone's different coming in. So it's like, here's my rates. And then we're going to work from where you you want to start in your life. I can't dictate where you're starting or um, anything. So it's a very organic, let's work from the ground up where it fits best for you. Interesting. In in over the last two years, and even running, who who do you feel like, who's your typical, who do you see and who's your typical client? Is it male, female? Is it a certain age group? Are you finding you're attracting a certain type of client? Um, definitely moms, um, yeah. because I have two young kids um, myself, and I guess <laughs> it's very relatable. I find it actually very almost hard to work with someone who's a you know single professional, and I'm like, I don't live your life. So yeah. um, it's typically moms, and as for age, I've had the whole gamut. I've had <laughs> you know moms with young kids, um, newborns, whatever, or up to moms who their kids are 25 and she's trying to boot them out of the house. Um, so it's and yeah, the whole range. <laughs> Interesting. So you mentioned at the start that you know that we've been and, and maybe I'll I'm not saying this correctly but you know we've been looking at dieting incorrectly or a lot of people do they look at fads that go on like you said go online so so what are some of the things you think that we are see, we are viewing incorrectly what, what are what are some of the pitfalls that you see on the other side right so when the latest fad and I go in and google or whatever it may be what are what are some of the the you know what what are, what have we been viewing incorrectly when it comes to dieting in your mind so the very first thing that um, I get most clients to work on, um, and this is just kind of a conditioning we have, is uh, people tend to view food as black or white. It's either good or it's bad. And these terms, um, and this is where I kind of, I love having this English background, very nuanced in the way of language, but it, it does shape our reality. So when you're using these terms of good and bad, these are moral terms. So if you eat good food, you're inherently good. But if you eat bad food, what does that make you? Mm-hmm. Um, so getting rid of this dichotomy because food does not have a morality. It is not good nor bad. The only time you would say food is bad is it just got mold growing on it. Right. Um, so getting rid of that first off, like switching your mindset, it takes a lot of um, a lot of retraining because we have grown up knowing like that's a bad food. We shouldn't eat that. You hear these words constantly. Um, so you have to step back from that and like, separate yourself, get it to be a spectrum of nourishment, because 
I always say like, um, of course, uh, you know, kale is going to nourish your body, but a cookie nourishes your soul. Um, right, right. So there's a place for all of it. And it just depends on what you're looking for, um, where you need, you know, to find that balance. Right. Interesting. You, uh, and I suspect that there's, there's, and we'll talk about this later. I have some discussion around that. I want to talk about sort of, there's just a lot of fads, right? There's a lot of like the latest and greatest and we'll, we'll get there as well. We'll explore that a little bit more before we do. You mentioned that you're a registered holistic nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Um, that is actually it's a trademark name, I suppose, from my school, um, the okay. Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Um, and just as a, a way of, you know, saying I did do this two-year diploma mm-hmm. um, that I do have some schooling behind because um, a nutritionist is not a protected term in Canada. Um, oh, so God. literally anyone could just call themselves a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just kind of saying like, I right, do right. have some education behind me. Um, I do have, uh, you know, a set of standards I follow and a certification, um, that, you know, I have gone through the rigor of not to the extent, and that's why I very much differentiate. I am not a dietitian. They have, you know, five years of schooling. They are very, um, you know, they have to retest and I have to retest as well, but they have to retest on a higher level. So I'm not a dietitian. I don't diagnose. I don't cure. I don't do anything. What I do is be able to, you know, speak on a level of what's happening in your life. Um, not from, you know, a disease standpoint, but like, where can you, you know, bring better nutrition into your life and how can you do that? Right. That's what I do. Interesting. So is there, you mentioned that there's a lot of people use that term. So is there, how, how, how are you different than another nutritionist? Or, I mean, I, I see the difference in you're mentioning a dietitian and nutritionist, but if, if it's easy to kind of throw that, that term beside your name, quote unquote, like how, how do you differ from, from potentially other ones out there, other people out there that call themselves nutritionists? Yeah. Just having that, that, um, schooling background that mm-hmm. I have done this, um, and yeah, that's why it's, it's very important uh, that whenever, because um, I mean, if look on Instagram or something or TikTok or, and people call themselves, you know, like nutritionists, um, I always tell people, please look into their background. Do they have any sort of schooling into this? Um, because some of the things that they might recommend are actually quite harmful. Um, so if someone, uh, you know, is, telling someone, you know, cut this, you know, the small group of foods or something like red flag, run away. Um, Or if someone's saying like, you know, you want this, 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 this great. I can sell you the product for it again, run away, like run so fast. Um, So the term nutritionist uh, does need to be taken with a grain of salt and look further in. I mean, there are some uh, people who do have schooling and do just refer to themselves as a nutritionist. That's fine, but it is the onus on the person to like look into the background of someone. That's fair. Yeah. So is this your, is this your first business that you've, you've run or have you had other businesses before? No, this is it. (laughs) What are, what are some of the, I mean, you you launched, you know, two years ago, right at start of the pandemic Um, you've been running, you said virtually, right. So you're getting some clients. So what's been some of the, and you you got kids at home, it sounds like. So what, what are, maybe I've covered all the struggles, but what are some of the, like, you know, struggles that you faced as sort of your first, uh, in, in jump into entrepreneurship? Oh, it's always, it's always the kids. It's always finding the balance. Um, 
my husband works out of town for weeks at a time. So uh, my work time would be between three and five or six in the morning. And um, yeah, and then maybe during a nap time, if my youngest decided she was napping that day, um, or now finally, finally, uh, <laughs> my, my whole family is like, thank goodness, um, I now hired a babysitter to be able to come in during daylight hours. Um, right. And I'm not in, up at all hours of the night. Um, because just like how my dad did, um, where he wanted to work around my brother and I, I also okay. want to provide the same childhood for my kids. Sure. Um, where, you know, I'm not glued to a computer. I'm not on my phone. I very much make their time, their time. I'm not right. distracted. Um, yeah. So it, that's been the biggest struggle. Um, and then sometimes I, you know, I'll backlog the two or three weeks my husband's gone and then he gets home and I'm like, here's the children. And I just <laughs> walk myself away for a week at a time until I finally catch up. Um, sometimes that happens, but I try to keep it balanced that, but that's definitely been the hardest struggle. Interesting. And, and I suspect though, doing the virtual part other than, I mean, people, I, I think inherently people like being around people. I think most people do, I should say, but is, is the virtual side you think impacted? Is, is it negative or is it neutral for you? Cause of what you do when the one-on-one comes like, you can, you, you can, you can do it over zoom or you can do it virtually fairly easily. I struggle so hard with technology. Um, I don't like the screen between us. Um, I that was actually one of the big things. I was so I set up my office, in my office now. I got like these big wing back chairs. I'm not showing them because my children have also turned this into partial art space. So it's kind of crazy <laughs> here. Um, but I got big comfy chairs. I got tea sets. Like I was so ready. And I only had two clients actually come into my office space before everything shut down. And those were like the best sessions um, because that's what I wanted. I wanted to work face to face with people. Um, I also, well, I did offer now potentially I'm looking into offering that again, like I go grocery shopping with clients, go into their pantry, you know, help them sort out things um, into their fridge. Like sometimes what I mean by that is like um, when they say, oh, I never eat the healthy food. Um, well, where is it being stored? So it can be something as simple as like switching around a client's fridge, um, something like that, uh, that I do. But yeah, so working with people was a big reason why I wanted to get into this because I just, I want it. And then it got snatched and I'm not even, my husband could probably go on and on about how for the first six months, I'm like, I don't want to see someone on a computer. It was like a pout because I'd, I'd so look forward to having someone in my space or go into their space and just have this, you know, this tiny community. Um, yeah. So that was, I, I felt really resentful that it was ripped away. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, I, I think that, you know, I remember when this, the pandemic first hit, like the virtual side was at the start was like, well, this is kind of cool. I don't have to leave my office and I can get meetings done, but that novelty wore off real quick. And it's like, and then you're staring at your, I feel like it's odd that you're staring at yourself all day as well. So <laughs> it's not typical. So speaking of virtual though, there is, I, I hope I got this right. It's the evolving kitchen. The, yeah. I saw the link on your website and it, it, I don't know if you have, if you've had your January event, it said there's a January virtual event coming. It sounds like people will shop and you cook together virtually. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Is that something you do every month or does it, was that sort of a one-off? No, we, we have done, we've done two and we were going to do another one, but then with scheduling, um, it bumped up against Christmas and people are like, right. Oh, we have Christmas parties. And I'm like, okay, so we have to bump to January and actually, um, that partner of mine, Asha Tremblay, another wonderful, beautiful personal trainer. Um, 
I like to work a lot in the fitness um, side of things as well, because it's so integral, you know, to work with people who are also athletic, to let them know that they don't have to, you know, beat themselves up. And I align myself with, um, with people who um, see that as well, that, you know, exercise is fun and should be a wonderful thing to do with your body, not anyways. Um, so yeah, so we are still planning on doing that. We haven't set a date. It looks like it's probably going to be <laughs> bumped into February now. I don't know. I feel as though the slog of Christmas is still carrying on. Um, but yeah, so that is super fun. We have people join us virtually, although the dream is one day to have everyone in the kitchen. <laughs> like we used to, I used to do that. And that is a lot of fun to have a whole bunch of people in a kitchen. Um, but yeah, and then we cook together and we also educate myself. I give, um, you know, education on the ingredients we're using or why we might be using them or, um, and then she also, uh, Asha gives, um, pointers on like, you know, if someone, um, if you're frequently here, I don't know, are you the cook in your house? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you ever had like low back pain or your shoulders hurt or yeah, we did a big, um, a big, uh, sauerkraut making night okay and um that's a lot of hunched over so asha had a lot of great she would pause us and be like all right so we're gonna you know she got us to all isolate where these muscles are in our shoulders um and to have cues and pointers so when you're working in the kitchen you're helping your back so you're not feeling like you're in pain while you're cooking um yeah that was really great um I got the luxury of having her with me. So then she was like pointing at the things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, yes, this is great. Cause I am someone who also like I hunch over in the kitchen. And so I've gotten better at that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a super fun event. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I really need to get on scheduling with that one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really neat. Yeah. I stumbled across on the website. I'm like, Oh, this is a, that's a cool thing. Cause it's, it's, I mean, I could see it being a lot more fun if you're in person, but uh, you know, I, 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 it's, it's neat that you're even doing virtually. The other side I found on the website is there's, there's like lots of amazing recipes um, on the website. So are, are, are those your original recipes? Is that stuff that you come up with or you, you find you're inspired by or, or people contribute? How does that work? No, they're all mine. Um, there might be like one or two that made it on there that were like inspired. Um, right. And I give credit where credit's due. Um, right. But yeah, no, the, I, I love to cook. I always have. And uh, my family for better or worse are my guinea pigs. And if they all give thumbs up, then yeah, it can go on there. And um, yeah. And I've had, um, I don't know, some, some reviews of things that people really enjoy and come back to. So that, that brings me happiness because if I can't feed someone, I at least want them eating the food that I create. Have you thought of uh, publishing, taking the recipes and doing a cookbook one day? so much my husband keeps saying that he's like just just write a cookbook and I'm like I'm sorry at what time should I write a cookbook <laughs> <laughs> right now not so much but in the future yeah. yes potentially yeah well I mean I know a lot of it is virtually I get like uh, you know I'm a foodie and I, you know you get inspiration from websites or Pinterest or whatever but there's there's something there's something about actual an actual cookbook that's still kind of need to write to have oh I feel that I have my wall of cookbooks here I will not show you again as art stuff everywhere but um, <laughs> yeah no I love and I love the idea I mean when I was in my um, English program you know the goal is one day you're going to write a novel or something and I think the route I might go is a very florid cookbook because I do love to write so there'll be lots of descriptions and recipes <laughs> 
So you, you, you mentioned, obviously, you, you have a passion for cooking and, and, and nutrition and helping people. Is that where you were? Were you in the kitchen a lot with mom or dad cooking when you're growing up? Like where, where did that inspiration come from? Like that, that passion for food and cooking? Cause not, it's not, it sounds silly, but it's not everybody, right? Like just people that are, don't like to cook and like, so where did that come from for, for inside you? Um, honestly, it was not from my childhood home. <laughs> Um, like I said, like my parents were extremely busy, um, with their work and my dad's school. Um, but they, when they were like home with us, they were on. Um, so then, you know, cooking was an afterthought. It was how fast could you get a meal together in one pot or in the oven? And we might have that for three or four days, um, you know, eat on the leftovers. Uh, so yeah, cooking wasn't like a big thing. Um, baking uh that was always something really special with my mom um also with my my grandma my mom's mom how we would always bake together so baking always holds a special place in my heart and that's something clients will always come and be like oh I can't give up baking with kids and I'm like nor should you like include that that's part of your life and I certainly do it with my girls um so baking yes has a special place cooking no that was not a thing um until university when I finally lived on my own um and then I ran up with a whole bunch of like, I don't even know, they weren't quite allergies, but intolerances really, it came down to stress. Um, but I had to be creative. And then living in downtown Edmonton, I was around all these fantastic ethnic restaurants. Yeah. And I, got, I just, I spoiled myself for three years. Um, and I got so inspired by all these different things. And then when I moved it sounds so silly. My husband and I were together, but we lived apart um, while I was going through that. So when I moved back home with him, um, then yeah, then it just exploded. Uh, we were cooking different dishes all the time, um, bringing in different flavors. Um, and yeah, and now that's just, I, it's, it's unusual to have like a normal meal. I, right. Yeah, my oldest is always like, why don't you give me such weird food for lunch? And I'm like, do you like it? And she's like, yeah, I love it. But the other kids think I'm weird. Yeah, yeah. No peanut butter <laughs> jam sandwiches. Um, I do have a few more questions, but I want to get to know you a little bit outside of work a little bit. So we're going to get to know you a little bit. Um, you mentioned sort of, uh, obviously, your passion for food. What's what's your what's your go-to meal? Like, what's if, if, you, if you just had to eat one thing, what would it be? What's your go-to? Oh, we play this a lot at dinner time. We're like, if you had to eat one, we always get it with an eight-year-old. Yeah. Um, and just to get her engaged and sitting at the table, not wandering off and ask these questions. Yeah. This is always so hard for me because it really depends on like <laughs> the weather and my mood, like whatever's happening. Um, I think we decided on, or I've decided on pasta dish mm. that's very vague because you can that's fair though it's change okay. it so yeah, much. Yeah, sorry. Well, I'm a pizza. the same thing i like pizza but you can put anything on pizza so. yeah. yeah yeah fair enough fair enough um is there is there a website or an app or something that you're using a lot right now do you feel like is there something that if, if we went on your phone or your computer is there something that you just you know it could be instagram whatever is there something that you you spend more time on than others um Generally, I would say Instagram, but to be honest, like I, I, I just have no interest in social media. Right now. <laughs> um, I avoid it. Um, I've actively been cutting it out of my life, which is so hard as like a small business owner and you want to reach an audience, but I'm also like, 
oh, I just, I can't, it drains me. Um, so yeah, no, I, mm, I think I spend maybe 20 minutes on apps a day and that's that's a little gift. Yeah. Um, I'm really big into books. (laughs) How about what, what are you reading right now? What's, what's, what's on, what's your favorite sort of genre of books and what, what do you typically read? Oh, again, I'm all over the map. Um, I, I run a book club as well because yeah. I don't have enough things to do in my life. Yeah. Every time I bring up something, my husband's like, what are you doing now? Um, but it's a, it's a book club for moms and moms mm-hmm. who have kids because when uh, we first moved here, I couldn't find one that didn't meet at eight o'clock at night at a wine right. bar. Right. Um, and I had a baby. So I started this. Um, we just read Less by Andrew Sean Greer. And that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for myself, I'm reading the instinct by Virginia or the eating instinct, um, by Virginia, um, something, I don't remember her name, but that's a really, um, interesting, it's talking about diet culture in our society and talking about how we eat food and anyways, so yeah. I, I either read for fun or I read for work. For work yeah. <laughs> um, if, uh, if you have a day off, where do we find you? What do you, what do you love doing? Oh, if I have a day off, I, um, yeah, I am without children, love them much, but my goodness, I need breaks. Um, (laughs) and I have my, my dog and we generally just take off somewhere, whether it's, you know, sometimes we'll just go by the lake and we will run in the water for two hours, even in January. Um, or yeah, we'll go for a hike or I barricade myself and my dog in my room with books and tea and no one touches us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, what's the best way for you to start your day? What's the, do you have a routine? Silence. I mm. need silence. Um, since time change, um, my youngest, she's two and a half. She um, used to wake up at seven or eight. Right. Uh, we lost an hour and she decided, you know what, I'm going to up you. And she decided to wake up three hours earlier. So oh she gets God. up now between 4, 4.30 every morning. So I have to beat her. Um, so I get up about 3.30 every morning uh, because I need that silence. If wow. I am bombarded with a tiny face first thing in the morning, that just means that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah, so I get up with the dog and we sit in silence. Awesome. Um, and last question, is there, a, what's, is there a place on your travel bucket list that you'd love to get to once we get out of the pandemic and COVID that we're in, is there anything on your list that you'd love to go visit? We are going as soon as they say travel restrictions off, we're going to Haida Gwaii. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, it's been on our list. We were going to go that summer um, that everything first closed down. We were planning it. We were looking at charters where it was going to be. We, I mean, as much as we love Kelowna, we're like, one day we're going to end up on an island. That's where we're going to be. Um, And we spent last summer, um, yeah, a bunch of time um, along the coast in Port Renfrew. Um, Really isolated, no cell service. It was fantastic. Um, So yeah, this year, actually, right now, we just bought a travel trailer yesterday. And we are so excited to just Basically, we're just going to get on the ferry, launch us onto the <laughs> island, and then we'll just go. That's um, and there doesn't have to be a time limit. Um, right. Yeah, it'll be beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. That, that sounds like fun. Well, thanks for playing along. We do have a couple other questions for a wrap up. I mentioned sort of 
um, you know, there's, there's a lot of trendy diets, I'll call it, or fads that come and go. And, and I, I think even with foods, I joke, like, I think kale was one of the fads that came in, everyone was all over kale for a while. But uh, one of the things I see a lot of right now is, is like those meal plans, like I'll call meal plans, hello, fresh, those type curious what your thought around that like is, is that something that kind of I, it sounds like you know reading and listening to you today you know there's everyone's different like everyone's unique and stuff but what's your thought around those type of services um because that's fairly new in, in in heightened over the pandemic for sure um well that's a, i'm gonna give like almost a politician's answer <laughs> um, but if if it works for you and what you want your eating habits to be, then I think it's totally appropriate. If that is your alternative, if you are strapped for time and you know you are, and you know you're not gonna have time to um, you know, cook on this night or that or whatever, if that's your alternative to grabbing a drive-through meal, right. go for it. Oh, um, yeah. There are vegetables in it, there's protein, um, there's you know, they've got their drawbacks, um, packaging, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if that works in your life at that time, totally valid. Awesome. Yeah. What's, um, what's the plan for your business? Like, what, what's the goal down, you know, if you look two or three years down the road, to, to, to where do you want to be? Um, my answer I'm still just plugging along my husband. He's like, you're going to have a six figure, like multi, you know, empire. And I'm like, all right, again, when am I doing this? Is this yeah. before or after our children wake up at four o'clock? Um, no, uh, I, I am quite content just doing what I'm doing, finding people who find me, who need what I have to offer. And, um, yeah, having, um, you know, that little bit of impact in someone's life. I'm not looking to, you know, be a big conglomerate or anything. Right. I just, um, you know, if I can make that one difference in that one person's life and they translate it to their family and that's how it grows, that's, that's all I want. It's so, you know, kumbaya, happy world. Um, <laughs> but that's really, that's all I, I envision for myself. As long as these people keep wanting to find me and keep listening to what I have to say and applying it in their lives and finding a difference, that's all I want. That's great. And the last question is, it isn't, you know, sometimes for people, it's not easy to eat healthy if it's in sometimes excuses. I'm one to say that like you're busy kids, whatever, all this. So what are some just some simple tips maybe you can leave people with on on for maybe to go down the path of eating healthier? Is there is there two or three things that you can just, you know, say, hey, just slight, slight change that would help what you're doing right now? Absolutely. Never think in an all or nothing mindset. Again, these, these mindsets are so important. Right. So get rid of that. You never have to be, you know, you hear like, oh, I fell off the wagon. Right, right. If you eat a meal that you don't deem to be nutritionally sound enough for you, that's okay. Move on. You don't need to punish yourself for it. Just what can you, you know, do in your next meal? Um, and then take the meals you enjoy right now. And what can you add to it? So if you look at your plate and if you've got chicken, rice, um, and like a sauce or something, can you add a bit of color? That's where you add your vegetable. Can you just add? You don't necessarily, you don't need to change. You don't need to, you know, reinvent the wheel. Just what can you add that you're missing on your plate? Um, and then hydrate, water, so much water. 
<laughs> um, four out of 10 North American, no, is it? Yeah. Only four out of 10 North Americans get enough water in a day. Um, so definitely water have that, um, you know, set yourself a timer every hour, make sure you've drank a cup somewhere in that hour or whenever you're going to have another beverage. If you're having a coffee, have a glass of water with it. Um, if you're, um, out and about, take your water bottle with you. Cause you're not going to drink it. If it's not with you. Right. Um, yeah, just hydration is so important. Um, just in and of itself. Hmm. So if anything, if anyone is listening at this point, drink water. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I'm bad for that. So I do have my cup of water beside my coffee, coffee. So I'm good. One check mark. <laughs> now I just got to drink. Now I just got to drink it. Now you gotta uh, drink <laughs> Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It was uh, a great discussion. Love, I love hearing the journey, um, you know, and I think uh, I'm not a diet person. I've never been. Um, so I love your approach, like sort of that holistic approach of, you know, it, 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 it doesn't sound as daunting when, when you're saying just add or, you know, there's some small changes you can do to have a healthier diet and healthier nutrition where it's part of your lifestyle rather than. I'm going to go because I, you know, I like my, you know, I think most people do, they like their, their treats or whatever it may be. And when you try to cut those out, it's hard to keep that for a long term for sure. So, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been great listening and hearing and, and uh, hopefully you, you can get to the Island soon. Thank you. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you, Sam. Uh, everyone else, have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation.